0: Hello again, this is your host, G.R. Baker, and this is the Variant Podcast. Right now, I wanted to talk about the NBA Finals. This could be a big defining moment for LeBron James and his career. But I kind of want to put like my prediction on this a little bit, just kind of what I think about it. This is, um, I think the Tampa Bay Lightning just celebrated winning the Stanley Cup. Um, Congratulations to them. But I also want to congratulate the Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers, both for making it to the NBA Finals, where they get to face off in the 2020 Finals for the NBA Championship. Now, A lot of people got a little bit surprised. I know normally you want to see a a Los Angeles Lakers versus Boston Celtics type finals. You know, they've always been the big rivalries in the East and West. But I think we have moved past that a little bit. And it's a time for some new things. The surprising thing is that the Miami Heat made it to... NBA Finals. I think a lot of people discredited them. They didn't realize how good the Miami Heat was, and they like that um, diamond in the rough. You know, they go out, they play very hard. But when you look across the boards at all the teams, you know, without having D Wade, LeBron James, and Chris Bosh, and having that big three combo, people don't have that fear for. The Miami Heat, like they once were. And I think they were just underdogs and overlooked. Um, But they, they played well, they played hard, and they made it to the finals. It's a surprise for a lot of people. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a surprise for me, only due to the fact that I've watched the team play. And I've watched a lot of basketball over the years and I've seen many things like this so it's not really a big surprise but congratulations to both teams now Eric Spoelstra which is the Miami Heat coach you know he's always kind of been that underdog coach as well where people looked at the fact like well he's not that great of a coach but he had superstars and it's easy when you have superstars to go to the finals and win championship but at this point now, you know, there's no LeBron James, there's no Dwayne Wade, no Chris Bosh. Um, you know, for him to coach his team into the finals, I mean, at this point I believe he deserves a little more respect as a coach, and I believe he's a lot better coach than people give him credit for. That's why Pat Riley, which is a genius, continued to keep him there in place regardless of what other people have thought. Now, one of the things that surprised me, and it didn't surprise me, was well, the Doc Rivers situation over um, in the Los Angeles Clippers. Doc Rivers is a good coach, but I think his sometimes his coaching style don't always match up with some of the players that he has. And even though he has been successful, like his run in Boston and stuff, you know, I think he could have been more successful, um, just depending. But, I, I mean, I do like Doc Rivers as a coach. And it was a little surprising. But, again, not surprising to see them part ways with him. And one of the reasons why I think they parted ways is because, um, having Kuali Leonard coming off of um championship run in Toronto, one of the top players in the league. I mean, it was some solid players on the Los Angeles Clippers. It was a good team. And I don't think ownership was too happy seeing them get put away by the Denver Nuggets the way they did. And the first thing when I seen them, the Denver Nuggets, go in advance to the Western Conference Finals to play the L.A. Lakers, I was like, watch, you know, the Lakers are going to run through them like nothing, and they just beat the Los Angeles Clippers, which is a good team, and that's pretty much what happened. And I think the ownership waited to after that series was up, and I think Doc Rivers' fate lied in what was going to happen with the um, Lakers. And since LeBron and the company just went through them and boom, it was over, that I believe frustrated some owners and like, yeah, we might have to part ways because our team was too good to, you know, lose to them like this. And now, you know, the Lakers just take them out like nothing. So I believe that had a lot to do with Doc Rivers' um, separation with the organization. But now we go into... LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers going back to the finals. You always have that comparison of Michael Jordan and LeBron, who's better. They did it with Kobe. They always try to find that next, who's going to be the next Jordan or the better than Jordan. And I really wish people would stop doing the comparison. I mean, people like myself and the older generation always going to put Michael Jordan as number one, even some of the younger generation it's just the way it is um that's why they call him the goat he brought a different style a different a lot of different things to the league you know he took it from that big man league which we've seen with the bill russell wilt chamberlain abdul jabars and you know the hook shots and stuff and brought it down to um pretty much could be ran by a little man um type era, which we also seen with Allen Iverson, um, Isaiah Thomas, and some other great guards that changed up the game, and they weren't these big skyscraper-type dudes. But when you think about this, I feel like all the great players have their own era, they have their own time, but they also have their own legacy. And the reason why I'm seeing legacy is because Michael Jordan had his legacy. He had to fight and get beat up by the bad boys, the Detroit Pistons and you know, having his injury early in his career and a lot of things he faced early in his career, but when he got over that hump, going to Chicago and and winning those championships, you know, he won three in a row, um, lost his father, had, you know, retired a little while, went and played baseball, came back, won three more. Um, And he kind of built his legacy there. And then you have Kobe Bryant, which played in Los Angeles for the Lakers, which had a lot of history, had a lot of championships, but he always had that. Um, He always had the thing that haunted Kobe was the fact that the first three championships were with Shaquille O'Neal, uh, most dominant player in that era at that time. And a lot of people didn't give Kobe Bryant that respect because they felt like, well, those are Shaquille O'Neal's rings. You know, win them by yourself and we'll see. So he had a lot of pressure for some years, so he was able to pull out a couple championships on his own without the big fella. And that's when he kind of got his crown and began getting a little bit more respect as a player, you know, being able to win without Shaquille O'Neal. Now, LeBron James here is different in his legacy um a lot of people felt like lebron took the easy route by joining the super team going to miami going to the final four times and winning two championships out of that four time stretch but then you know he had to come back and same thing as kobe went through some things he had to silence some of the critics he went back into Cleveland, um, being a um, Akron, Ohio native and, you know, bringing Cleveland their first championship, he had to be the one to do it. Um, and that was one of the biggest points and turns of his career, going back to Cleveland and winning a championship for the for the state and for the city. Um, regardless of what you thought about him, it earned that respect. Even though he had um, Kyrie Irving, which is a um, superstar, but it was a little different than having the super power team that he had out in Miami. And I think people gave him a little bit more respect and having to go against one of the best teams in this era, which is the um, Golden State Warriors, and taking them down. So we give him respect in that. But this is where another turn for LeBron comes. Can he go Miami win a championship, go back home, win a championship for his team in Cleveland and then go out to the West Coast and add to the Los Angeles Lakers legacy and bring them another championship home after the Kobe era? I believe he will. Um, I've talked to some friends prior to this season even starting. And, you know, I have a friend which is a big um Los Angeles Lakers fan and he was saying it from the beginning, you know, I feel that LeBron's going to go there and he might win a few championships. Now I don't I never knew about a few, but I felt like I knew when they made the move to get LeBron, they were definitely looking to win a championship. I was like, you're not going to bring the top number 1 player in the league over to your city and not build a championship. That's what you want. They went and got Anthony Davis, started getting some pieces around him, J.R. Smith, which he's used to playing with, Rondo, which is, you know, have went to the finals and won a championship with Boston. Start putting little the veteran pieces, and that's, if people don't know the chemistry of basketball success, a lot of times, that's how you do it. Just a little bit, the new and the old, a little, you know, having guys that have that experience that have reached far into the playoffs, um, that know, you know, when the time to make those big shots and stuff, those Robert Ori's and things of that nature, um, they, they, they bring the success because you've seen a lot of good basketball teams that get to the finals and they're young and they don't have that much experience and they don't win. The veteran team pulls it off. That's what happened with Orlando Magic when they played the Lakers. Um, the veteran team pulled it off. The Magic was still a little too young and too inexperienced on that level. That's what happened um, when you see Kevin Durant and the Thunder went to the finals. You know, good team, but they were young and inexperienced when not able to pull that off. Um, so you see you see these types of things all the time when you watch basketball. And it's not a surprise when you see a real good young team don't win it all. But I think this is LeBron's final turning point in his career. He's getting older. And to be able, this is his legacy, to be able to win multiple championships. But he was able to win championships in each team that he went to play for. So starting in, you know, Cleveland, not winning right away, but he went to the finals. He go to Miami, boom, four finals, two championships, go back to Cleveland, couple more finals, championship. Now he's out to L.A., get back in the finals. Probably going to win a championship this year. Now I have a friend that's a big Miami Heat fan, and I know he told me, look, I think, People still underestimating Miami Heat. We're tougher than they think. We're probably going to finish the Lakers off in five games. And he's super confident. And um, he was like, I know the NBA guys told me, you know, we're going to win it. And I I laughed a little bit and I told him, I said, well, you know, hopefully those aren't the same guys that um, Charles Barkley was talking to when he said that God told him he was going to win his. And then he was out by um, MJ and the Bulls, but um, I feel like the same feeling I felt before when they brought LeBron to LA, I didn't see them bringing him there and not win. I mean, he's still the face of the NBA. When he's successful, it makes it better for the league and his brand, and you know, at this moment, he's still that face, so they need the face to be successful, so With that being said, um, I feel that the Los Angeles Lakers will win the finals. Um, I will be very, very, very surprised if they don't. And I give respect to the Miami Heat. I think they're an awesome team. And, you know, if the Miami Heat won, I would like to see that. But in reality, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think that L.A., I really feel L.A. need to win that first game. And so I kind of feel like L.A. might win the first game. Miami's going to probably regroup, win the second game. Then I feel like L.A. might win a couple more games. Then maybe, you know, Miami might win, like, game five. And then L.A. pretty much finish them off in game six. So, that's kind of my prediction. I feel like L.A. might take it in six. But, like I said, I could be wrong. Some people say that they're going to sweep. Some people say in five. I don't know. You know, for my friend, I would like for the Miami Heat to win. Uh, But, at the end of the day, this is still like LeBron's league and, you know, L.A., is a big powerhouse when it comes to the NBA and championships. So with so many other powers that be and things that are involved, I feel like it's the it's pretty much a perfect storm for LeBron to win a championship. Because even if for some reason he can't get back next year or something, this given a good position because, you know, having a short season a big break in between the season and giving time to rest the bodies and it kept a lot of players from getting injured which would have normally been playing um a lot of things played in their favor um getting the rest and then coming in playing without fans um it is weird some you know to see the guys play without fans it looked like they're just running around playing practice, but. I think that really played in favor for LeBron. The way the whole league was shut down and reorchestrated, it gave him the rest he needed and just uh, the chemistry to come back and be successful. Now, the other part with playing without the fans is another big part. People don't understand, but fans. Have a lot to do with some team' success because they can throw off the chemistry of the game when you're on your home court, your fans are yelling and celebrating everything you get that momentum to go out succeed now when you go away and you're playing on the rival court, it's a lot of booze bickering, a lot of tension that's throwing you away and it throws your mind off the game. So being, even though they got those digital fans and stuff like that, it's not the same as having a a full crowd with, you know, 15,000 people or whatever yelling loud. It's a lot different. And I think that it allows a player to just focus on the goal. And LeBron is like many other successful superstars. When it comes to crunch time, he gets focused. And now it's either been going to be easier for him to focus because it's not going to be the heckle or the booze as much heard from the audience so he can just buckle down and and there's him and the goal out there in the basketball and I think that's what's going to make a big difference not having those fans to throw off the chemistry and I believe they're going to win it and I said um You know, LA and six because I feel like they want to make this a little interesting. I don't think the league would just want it to be a quick sweep, but again, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I mean, you got the new season starting up in December. We're going to be going to October now, so maybe they want it done and quick, give these guys some time to regroup and start the new season. So I don't know. I mean, it could be like some of the experts say L.A. and five, L.A. sweep. But I just don't think the Heat is that weak where they'll get swept. I feel like they're going to put up a fight, and ultimately LeBron will probably come out victorious. But it's good to see, you know, um, the Miami Heat and um, the Los Angeles Lakers in the finals. So those are my thoughts on the NBA finals. I want to just kind of talk about that a little bit, put it out there. Some people might agree with me, some people might disagree um that's what is the the lovely thing about sports, politics, and all those types of things. Everybody have their opinions and how they feel so I'm gonna sign out with that, and tonight is the first game. I think it's like a nine o'clock eastern time, so that's my prediction, and we'll see by the end of these finals in another week or two, um, if I was right or not. But if you guys agree, hey, um, let me know. But thanks for listening. This is your host, G.R. Baker, again, and I'm signing out for the Variant Podcast.